0: Block Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the Back to School podcast series from the SUAS News. Um, This this podcast series here is to highlight the different academic programs currently available to people wanting to get into the unmanned technologies field. And uh, today's installment is Unmanned Vehicle University. I'm your host, of course, Patrick Egan. And uh, today's guest from that university is uh, Dr. Jerry Lemieux. Hello, Dr. Jerry.
0: Hi Patrick, how is everybody out there? Uh, I just want to say thank you for inviting me to the talk show and uh, giving me the opportunity to talk about the university that we have that's dedicated to education and training on manned systems. We're pretty much focused on civil and commercial applications.
1: Excellent. Well, you know, I appreciate you coming on. I I think that, uh, you know, I wanted to do this series. And the reason that I wanted to do this series is uh, I get uh, calls from people all the time who are saying, hey, uh, you know, have you heard about these guys? What do they offer? I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, okay, you know, I don't I don't really know because I've never really attended them. I will say, uh, out of uh, fairness and honesty for the the audience, that I'm actually I, I am doing um, your executive online course, and we've passed week two, and so far I'm 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 good with that. I'm going to do the whole thing, and then I will be able to objectively talk about it at the end. Uh, but today I want to focus more on um, more of of like your ethos. So if we could start out. Possibly, uh, you could give the audience and myself a little bio background on you, how you got to where you are, how you, and starting this university, uh, and we'll go from there.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great idea that you're doing this show. Um, we get uh, thousands, literally thousands, of phone calls and emails, and uh, every time we have to start from scratch and talk about unmanned systems, talk about the programs. Um, and uh, what kind of career. You know, know, a lot of people are interested in uh, what kind of career opportunities are available out there for people to get training in this area. And really, you know, there's not not much out there. Uh, you really have to, a lot of times, you have to go in the military to get an education is one of the weaknesses that we observe. Uh, so uh, we tried to capitalize on that and uh, give people an opportunity to pursue a technical career. But anyway, getting back to myself, uh, how I got here is I basically had about four careers, believe it or not. Uh, the first one is I have a Ph.D. in electrical engineering with over 20 years of experience. Uh, I've done a lot of work with uh, sensors and integrating those sensors into uh, aircraft. i uh, worked on a lot of uh, military systems like F-15, F-16, and AWACS, uh, the radar upgrade program. So had a full career as an engineer and uh, second career. Is in aviation. I have over 40 years and $10,000 of flying experience. I've been a military fighter pilot and an airline pilot for Delta Airlines. My connection to the unmanned world uh, happened several years ago when I was invited to join uh, RTCA Special Committee 203, and that's an organization that focuses on unmanned systems. Uh, we're working hard to develop the standards for the UAV collision avoidance systems. My third career was as a military officer. I flew the fighter aircraft, as I mentioned, on active duty for about 10 years. And then the rest of my career I spent uh, in the reserves as a research and development engineer and retired as a colonel several years ago. And finally, my fourth career, uh, I was a uh, part-time lecturer uh, throughout all that at Boston University, MIT, University of Maryland, Embry-Riddle and Daniel Webster College, two aviation schools at the end there and uh, taught graduate and undergraduate levels in electrical, mechanical, and aeronautical engineering. I have over 20 years of experience developing these type of courses from scratch. So really, I'm an expert at helping students understand difficult material by translating it into everyday analogies. Uh, I try to inspire our faculty members to do the same. And so now we're finally at uh, my my, uh, hopefully last career. As Executive Director and President of Unmanned Vehicle University, um, I also teach a UAV Fundamentals course. The one that you're currently going through is a uh, online uh, certificate course, but we also have graduate courses that are uh, related to that that uh, get to be more technical with technical papers and assignments for grading. Uh, just last week, one of my students that used to work uh, at a UAV manufacturer, a major manufacturer, said to me that she learned more from me in the first week for the graduate program, and she did in two years that she worked for the company. So I really believe that is a complete validation of her capability. She just called in, and she's actually on, and uh, I want to just say hi to Chelsea and let her give her the the mic here for just a couple minutes so she could talk about her experience at the school. Sounds Chelsea. good.
2: Sure, sure. I'm Chelsea Guerin, and I'm a student of Dr. Jerry and uh, the course is really good for me and I came from General Atomics Company and uh, I worked on UAV and uh, when I I took a doctor's course and I found oh I didn't know that and lots of information I didn't know that and uh, also uh, second is we are very benefited and by the profound resource of the library Dr. Jerry created the Unmanned systems, all kind of topics, profound profoundest resource, and I'm just amazed. So, and this is really and helping me finish this master degree. Yeah.
1: Well, that's uh, that's good testament, I think. You know, from the students, and I will add uh, from the course that I'm taking. You know, it's. It, it, I will say it's. It's a pragmatic uh, approach. It's. It's not pretentious at all. It's kind of a comfortable, um, I guess, read through or uh, imparting of knowledge, which I think is a good thing. There's a lot of stuff in there. Um, sometimes. I think people that teach uh, overwhelm their students, you know, the acronyms and everything else, and it's hard to uh, grasp all of that. But I, I will say from the two that I've done so far in the series, um, I have noticed that. And I guess that would lead us right into uh, the first question, and that is, uh, if you could, what is your education uh, philosophy?
0: Uh, basically, uh <clears throat> First of all, we're a global university. Um, we have a goal of letting everyone in the world learn about unmanned systems. Unmanned Vehicle University is the first university in the world dedicated to higher education in systems. Uh, the programs that we offer are master's and doctorate degrees in unmanned systems engineering, and it's totally it's a totally online curriculum. So if you think about it, uh, what inspired these degrees is an unmanned vehicle is not just a vehicle. It's a system. It's composed of the vehicle, the communication system, the data link, uh, the payload, and the control station. So really, we take a systems engineering approach to preparing students for, for an engineering career. Uh, the, co- the core topics in the curriculum include unmanned systems, which really there are no books for yet. There are very few books. Some are starting to come out. So we use our experts to prepare their own content for these uh, unmanned systems courses. And we also have mathematics and systems engineering courses. We also had calls from a lot of people saying that, hey, we want to learn about unmanned systems, but we don't want to do a degree. They just want to learn the basics. So then we rolled out what we call executive certificate courses, and these courses are conducted using web conferencing with a live instructor so the students can see the slides from the instructor's desktop, and then they can hear the instructor and ask questions. The final product that we offer is corporate training where we can fly an instructor anywhere in the world, and we have instructors around the world to conduct short courses, three to five-day courses in specialized topic areas. So really the bottom line is on the philosophy is we're trying to make unmanned education accessible around the world, uh, make it convenient, uh, make it personal uh, where the student can contact the instructor anytime on the phone, email, Skype, and by using web conferencing, we can have personal contact with the students.
1: Right. And that kind of uh, some of what you just spoke to um, Rolled right into my second question was how's your school different, and I will say, uh, from my experience and even doing the course, uh, you know, I was a little concerned when we started talking about dates and times and and working professionals and people that are busy and and uh, whatnot. And I, I will say that I was uh, pleasantly surprised that you you tried to accommodate, uh, let's say, the different time zones and people's schedules and uh, offered several different times for people to come and, and uh, be able to participate or even recording it so they could do it later and ask questions and things like that. And I, uh, I was I was happy about that. I was a little apprehensive. I have to be honest, even trying to take other courses online for myself. Uh, one of the big st- stumbling blocks has been is, you know, I may not be somewhere where there's Internet access at a certain time. I may be standing out in the desert somewhere. Uh, enjoying the heat. So uh, I was surprised, pleasantly surprised about that. And I, and I will, my hat's off to you for trying to make it uh, very accommodating to the students. Um, okay, so moving on to the next question, because we, we believe it or not, we've already uh, ripped through about 12 or 13 minutes of time. It happens quick around here. Uh, what what does your school consider for admissions, um, Jerry? Um.
0: Well, uh, b- before I get into that, real quick on the accommodation, um, the you mentioned that it was very accommodating, and we do try to do that. We originally started to uh, focus on trying to offer the course after work hours, but now you now you have three times in the United States that you have to deal with, so we uh, had to wrestle with that. And then when we added, uh, made ourselves a global university. We've got students from all over the world in all different time zones. So uh, Australia probably being the the longest uh, change with 17-hour time difference. Um, So we went to a two-course or two-course a day option, where we teach twice a day to accommodate the time zones, and we also record the courses. Um, And so once the uh, course or the class is over, we send out a link to all the students, and then they can play back. also, you can download an application from uh, Cisco um, f- and uh, for your um, iPad or your iPhone or your Android. But getting back to your question, uh, pretty simple admission uh, procedure. If you are working on a master's degree, we need a transcript from a bachelor's degree. And for a doctorate degree, we need a transcript from a master's degree. And that's about it. We really just want anyone anywhere in the world to be, have the opportunity to learn about unmanned systems. In addition, we have campuses on all the major continents, Australia, Africa, Europe, South America, and the Middle East. We also have directors in all of these countries. And if you go to our website, www.uxvuniversity.com, and you click on the campuses tab, you'll see the person, their email address, and our phone number, and you can contact them.
1: Right. And uh, one other, I mean, flashing back into that pan with the e-learning, I I did notice that through one of my courses, we had a a, uh, fellow in the mountains up there in Afghanistan that was e-learning during the class. So it is different in that sense. We do have we have a different world today uh, where people from anywhere can can come and learn. And I I think that your university is proving that and uh, really with how busy people are. I mean, you know, this guy's uh, earning while he's learning. And I know i've I've talked to a lot of guys that used to be with the programs that uh that I was on the Navy program, and they ask me all the time hey um can i can I do this while I'm deployed and everything else?" and I say, well yeah i I don't think that there's any reason you can't, and you've proved that you can do that so uh head off to you again there. Um, Okay, and then I I did ask you about the admissions, and you kind of went over the specific educational requirements and course prerequisites for uh, the different programs. But besides those, for the um, executive certificate courses and and some of the other offerings, it's pretty much open to all comers. Is that correct? Uh, That's right. So if you don't have to be, you don't even. I notice there are a couple of people they know nothing about this field, but they think it's exciting and uh, they want to become a part of it. And I notice that uh, they're in your class. Uh, do you, you know, I, I guess that's another question I would like to, to ask you. Um, what type of students are you attracting? What what type of people uh, are are they? You know, is it mainly military or ex-military? Is it, you know, uh, engineering guys? Is it Joe Bag of Donuts? Who
0: is it? Yeah, getting back to your uh, comment about Afghanistan, we actually have, in our last class, had someone from Afghanistan. In our current class, uh, we had uh, someone joined from Afghanistan. And he was so excited about the program, he talked to his friend over there, now we have two. So what what kind of people do we attract? Well, I was just uh, very uh, happy about our last class. We had some amazing people. Uh, one, uh, two of the people were CEOs of companies. One was a general officer in the military, and uh, another one was a United Nations member. Believe it or not, uh, the CEOs were from companies that were hoping to transition their products to the unmanned systems industry. Uh, an example is one of the CEOs had a company that makes composite materials for the airline industry and he hopes to transition to the UAV industry but he doesn't have the knowledge about the technical aspects of unmanned systems and so he took our UAV fundamentals course the certificate course that you're in so that he can learn about all the critical areas and get a, a big picture view of what unmanned systems are all about the current class we have is about double the size of the previous class so we're
1: growing slowly and uh hopefully we're going to get there. Hey uh a caller just popped up and uh you know this could be uh this could be fun. Do you do you want to take a call from yeah, a caller? Yeah, def-
0: definitely. You bet.
1: Okay. Let's let's bring him on here. Hello caller. Hi
2: there. there. Uh
1: okay, yep. would, uh would, um, I, I take it you have a, a question for Dr. Jerry.
2: Well, actually, no, I just wanted to make a comment. This is John Miner, and I'm one of the students attending the university, as well as uh, I'm part of the the faculty there as a subject matter expert. And uh, you'd asked what kind of students and what kind of uh, people that the university was attracting. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to just talk a little bit about uh, why I ended up going there. I'm about a 36, 37-year professional in the aerospace industry. Started out in the Air Force, did 14 years in the Air Force, Uh, Took an early out program, worked with industry with Lockheed and L'Oreal, and uh, ended up my last job in industry was with the Skunk Works, working on the Dark Star UAV. And then uh, went back into the Air Force as a civilian in a civilian role, and have uh, been doing that since about 2001. And uh, throughout the years, uh, it's been very difficult for me to go on and get my Ph.D., and it's normally very difficult to get a systems engineering type of Ph.D. through a distance learning program. You usually have to uh, go to the campus. You have to be in residence. The instructors like to have you right there. Uh, and this is the first opportunity I've seen where you can get an actual technical uh, systems engineering type of degree, specializing in this case in unmanned vehicles, uh, through a distance learning program. So that's what attracted me from a from a student perspective. Uh, from a uh, professional perspective and wanting to get hooked up with the university, um, after talking with Jerry and understanding what the program was all about and, and seeing the direction that he was taking and the high level of uh, expertise that he was attracting, um, I decided that I wanted to be part of it. Now my, my background Uh, I started off back in the 70s in the Air Force working uh, ISR-type systems for the Strategic Air Command on the SR-71 and U-2, and then ended up uh, having a career in the military as a flight test engineer. I graduated from the Air Force Test Pilot School back in the 80s and then went on to be an instructor there. Are you still there? Yes, sir. Okay. I thought I dropped a connection. Uh, uh, Graduated from the Air Force test pilot school in uh, 1987 and uh, and then went on to be an instructor there and then later came back as a civilian um, in uh, 2001 as their first uh, master instructor over systems and uh, developed the first uh, unmanned vehicle flight test course for the test pilot school. Um, currently living in Utah, my last uh, job before I moved to Utah, I was the technical director for the Air Force Test Pilot School from 2004 to, to 2008, and, and we did a lot of UAV training uh, and education for the students there because we knew it was a coming field, and of course now they actually uh, have programs where they bring the military guys through uh, there, but that's a very a very small number of people that can get education through that military school. Uh, And this opens up unmanned vehicle systems engineering to a whole wide uh, world of uh, not only military but civilian people out there that want to get uh, an advanced education in in this particular field
1: right and i and i agree with uh, a lot of what you're saying i I like the concept that this is being broadcast to the masses that people can come and get information and i totally agree with you with the uh, education uh, situation like i had stated i don't know where i'm going to be one week to the next i might be you know i could be anywhere some test range anywhere almost you know throughout the country or around the world or who knows where and it's very hard to try and uh, do a regular or traditional uh, education program.
2: Uh, so well, and now with the Android apps and the smartphone apps, uh, you know, you can download the course materials right from your phone no matter where you're at. Um, and plus, everything is recorded, and if you can't catch the live session with the instructor, you can go back later on and and uh, pick it up later. And then if you have any questions, uh, it's very easy to get in contact with them. So I think that this approach is going to really take off. Distance learning in general in the, in the, the U.S. and around the world has started to take off, and I think this is just another example uh, that's going to be very successful
1: well and i think that it you know it's going to translate into the new economy i mean it's the same deal we're moving away from uh you know we talked a little bit about uh, afghanistan and i know that even you know the project that i was on but today with the internet and cell phones and, and satellite phones or whatever you can with this type of model you can learn anywhere in the world and uh i just have to get a, a smartphone that's not steam driven and i can download all those apps <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and move into the forward, uh, into the future there. Um, you know, I, I also wanted to talk to. This is kind of a new concept. Uh, you know, not not that it's like you know totally new, but we're uh, the our applications and whatnot. And I wanted to ask uh, Doctor Jerry. How are you drawing, folks? I know you did a radio program. I know you've done a little, or a couple of magazine articles. Uh, but you know, how are 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 you going out there trying to find these folks? Are they finding you? What are you doing? What, what what how are you making that happen?
0: Well, initially uh, it was uh, me finding folks and starting to find me. Uh, I spend at least half of my day on the phone with people and or answering emails. Um, probably at least 100 emails a day going through and uh, trying to get people answers and uh, you know so that they can make a decision on whether they want to uh, become part of the school or not. So a lot of it, a lot of it right now is word of mouth, and I really appreciate you having me on the show so I can get the word out there. Uh, we have done some advertising as you mentioned on the internet. We haven't had a lot of success with that. Maybe one or two. Uh, people from, uh, you know, a major campaign uh, for a week uh, with some major funds expended. So uh, we've conducted some interviews on national talk radio shows. Uh, Last week we gave an interview to uh, New Scientist magazine, and the next week we have an interview scheduled with Defense IQ. So the word's slowly getting out there. Uh, We're going to be at the AUVSI trade show conference in Las Vegas at the Mandalay Bay Casino from August 6th to the 9th and uh just stop by uh, booth number 5040 uh so you can register for one of our courses there we'll give you $100 off and you can also throw your business card in the box and we're going to have a free
2: a drawing for a free course
1: excellent i'll be there and um i'm over i'm over committing but i'm a chronic overbooker um i'll i definitely want to stop by and uh, meet you in person and talk to you guys there i look forward to that opportunity um now the one other thing and I know you know I think I've asked you before if you had a, a athletic program cuz I wanted a letter at the, get the letterman sweater Uh
0: but uh, do you have we do any? have a we do have a logo based uh, shirt that we not sell you
1: All right well maybe I'll get one of those you know I wanted to start the <laughs> hurling team But, uh, (laughs) or cricket, I don't know. And then, uh, so any, have you developed any concepts for, um, let's say, assistance with job placement or a career center? Any concepts like that? Or is
0: it just too early for that? Yeah, you know, we do get that question from students. You know, hey, I go through your program, we get to the end. uh, How do I get a job? Can you help with that? And what I want to say is that we're pretty well connected in the UAV industry, and we can definitely help you in job placement. We've had we've actually had several UAV companies contact us about employee orientation training, believe it or not. Uh, the idea there is that a, a typical new hire has uh, pretty much a concentrated focus in the area that they're hired for. So if, say, for example, an aeronautical engineer is going to focus on UAV design. First, they need to retrain them from airplanes to UAVs, uh and then uh he goes about and does his work maybe in that specialized field for a long time without having the big picture. So companies are sending their new employees to our campus so they can get uh a big picture view with all of the different systems and components that make up the UAV and uh I think think the companies see this as uh as training and uh, it, it can help their employees be more productive.
1: I'd concur with that. I know uh, the the Navy project that I was on, uh, most of these guys had n- no experience with remote sensing uh, and uh, no experience with this type of technology, and we spent almost a, a week kind of bringing them up to speed on uh, what it is, nomenclature, capabilities, applications, um, and, and when you're, you think of that as a program, it could get pretty expensive if you can... Uh, hand that off to somebody who's got a regular program and put people through that. I could see where uh, it'd be cost savings for them and also kind of get you guys initiated into different concepts. So uh, in the future, that'll probably happen. I know a lot of these These uh, contractors or servicing contractors are offering um, education dollars to prospective hires, and that's been one of the things I've been getting from people is like, hey, I'm going to get – I just got hired on. I'm going to Afghanistan, and my company is offering me some money for education. Where do you think I should go? And I say, well – you know, I don't know. It depends on what you want to do, and that's that was really the in a, in a nutshell that was the impetus for this whole series. So I do think that that'll work hand in hand with people uh, wanting, like say, the servicing contractors. So I, I think that's a good thing. Now, I wanted to ask you one thing because we are on the cutting edge here. Uh, what what are you seeing? I know since you started, what are you seeing as the future of education in this field? Um, you know what what are you what, what are you seeing what what what's kind of uh showing itself to
0: you yeah i guess uh our goal is to educate uh the new the new leaders in unmanned systems um we really need to have continuous education for development programs orientation for new employees training for existing employees uh we need to focus on the basics like you mentioned Uh, that other people are doing, talk about the sensors, the communication systems, uh, the regulations, uh, how to design a UAV, uh, the new propulsion methods that are coming online, new navigation systems, uh, sense and avoid systems, uh, human-machine interface, uh, and then autonomy, autonomous systems. Uh, We cover all these critical topic areas through our online certificate courses and three-day short courses so we're also continually adding new faculty and new courses in the, in different UAV specialty topic areas. We try to take advantage uh we, we are attracting some just some amazing people. Um one of our people um is uh from Hungary. Uh Dr. uh Resta He has two PhDs in aerial firefighting, believe it or not, and he also has 6 years of experience of uh, with UAVs and firefighting. so uh, We took advantage of that right away and we developed a course on UAVs and firefighting that you can take, eight-week online certificate course, and we're just starting to market that. We're hoping to connect with the fire departments uh, so that they can get an education before they go out and buy a UAV. Um, so um, we start all of our certificate courses in August. You can go to the website, www uxvuniversity.com and see the topics, but they're basically my course on UAV fundamentals, the firefighting course that I just mentioned. Uh, We also have an aerodynamics and flight stability course, uh, one on small UAV design and operation, and another one on uh, UAV autonomy and swarming. And these courses are taught by PhDs in engineering that have an, engine, have an average of 25 years of experience. All
1: so right. you're two Jerry,
0: of the best experts in the world. Yeah.
1: Okay. I don't want to cut you off, but we are down to about uh, 20 seconds here on the show. It, it happens quick. Um, uh, you know, uh, things will change. as a very fluid technology, and I look forward to seeing what comes out of this. I look forward to finishing the course. I think today's podcast was very informative. I want to thank you. I want to thank the callers, um, and I'll be talking with you in the future.
0: Thank you very much, Patrick. Really appreciate you having us on Michelle. show.
2: Thank you.